with the chaos of 2023 coming to a close, I figured now would be a great time to talk about our thoughts on where we think the real estate market in Canada is going in 2024. In this video, I'm gonna go over my top 10 predictions for the marketplace, give you my genuine thoughts on where I think things are going, tell you where I think opportunities may be, how the landscape of real estate is going to shift in the coming months. And I would love to hear if you agree, disagree with me in any facet, you can use the comments below to let me know what you think as well. So the first prediction would be that there's actually going to be a national home price recovery in 2024. CREA released a statistic recently where they said they project the average home price to rise to about 702,000, an increase of about 4.3% from 2023. There's also studies by Price Waterhouse Cooper that indicate that they could see this happening as well, given the trends and that there's a lot of buyers sitting on the sidelines right now. I would agree with the sentiment as we've actually seen a slight increase in prices over the last couple months, albeit the media narrative doesn't make you feel like that's the case because they're still trying to put pressure on people's buying decisions. In my opinion, if the Bank of Canada holds the rate on December 6th, look for buyers to start re-entering the marketplace and I would expect a fairly busy January to May. My second prediction for 2024 is the affordability crisis will deepen. One of the major issues we are facing is the amount of supply that has come offline in the last year because the economics simply don't work. Ask yourself, have you seen new developments around you where before they were selling 20 homes a month, all of a sudden just stop construction? Some builders are still moving products while others aren't, and many people are looking to reposition projects and some of them even selling them because they're not economically viable. By taking so much inventory offline, still seeing massive immigration to Canada, and still seeing a lot of people wanting to re-enter the housing market, that is going to put more pressure on pricing and it is not going to alleviate the pricing concerns that many consumers have. My third prediction is we will actually see a stabilized interest rate. When the rate hikes commenced, people just held their breath never knowing when they would end and we've creeped up to seven to 8% interest rates in some instances. And most people are forecasting a stabilized interest rate anywhere between the three and a half to 5% range. I'm gonna be conservative and say I could say anywhere four to 5% being a healthy market because it's going to put us into a proper saving economy while still unlocking a lot of ability for people to buy homes that currently are just outside of reach to them but are on the market. Number four, I think you're gonna see a boost in actual home sales. I know the trolls are gonna eat me alive on this one. You can jump into the comments if you'd like. I think the actual volume of real estate that trades is gonna increase. Now it is gonna be cyclical. We look at four quarters in a year. January to May have been historically great. May to August falls off a cliff. August till about November seems to pick up steam. We have noticed this winter being a little bit slower than other Decembers, but things are picking up right before Christmas. So I would expect that to carry straight through into January to May. And if you see an increase of buyers in the marketplace, like we predicted earlier, I definitely think you'll be seeing an increase in the number of homes sold. Korea estimates an increase of about 13.9% based on tightening supply and unlocking more buyers in the marketplace. My fifth prediction is on the investor and commercial side that there's gonna be a lot less money in the marketplace. PwC put out another article indicating that the amount of capital that was in the system back in 2020 to 2022 was very frothy and it was very hungry money. They were looking for projects. Now as capital risk becomes intolerant, you'll notice that supply of capital looking to deploy into the marketplace is gonna tighten up. Plus with what you can get with GICs and savings accounts, the risk reward is really making people think about 
where they're going to deploy their capital. That could be a great thing if you're an investor because it means there's not as many people that you're competing with. If you're looking for large commercial projects, land development deals, there's a lot more out there and a lot less people that may be fighting for those. It would also mean that if you're liquid and you are cash rich, you are in a better buying position than those who necessarily are trying to squeeze money from banks who don't want to lend it. Number six is people are going to have to create value. Whether you're buying a home, you're an investor, or you're in the commercial space, you are gonna look at deals very differently than you did before. A lot of people would just pencil it out and strictly look for cash flow. People are gonna look at emerging markets and different ways to deploy capital and get into the real estate game and take assets that maybe historically have been run as retail plazas and look for other uses and people that are moving to that city to maximize the ROI on that asset. A lot of people that are purchasing residential properties maybe are doing it in places where they could sever a piece of land off the property, increase density. With the advent of ADUs, there's gonna be a lot of creative opportunities coming into the marketplace. And that's great if you're somebody that's looking for value-based investing or purchasing decisions. Number seven is you will see some pain in the marketplace. We have already seen glimmers of this. We've been dealing with some very complex files, people calling us to solve complex problems, which is what we love to do. But I think going into 2024, you're gonna see big changes in the landscape of ownership in our territories and across Canada. From major portfolios of commercial real estate looking to reposition assets that perhaps are underwater to people that are in homes that are going to have to make decisions on whether they stay in those homes hoping for a rebound in pricing, which may not happen for three to five years. Our advice to people is make sure you're working with professionals and not just hoping and dreaming for a quick turn in the marketplace. We do think there's gonna be positivity next year, but we also think that you need to be fiscally conservative and get your house in order, understanding that it is gonna be bumpy next year. Number eight, this one is a controversial one, but I genuinely think you will see a return to work. There was a time where office seemed like it was dead and people were just talking about taking these office towers and converting them into residential towers, the complexities in doing that would actually shock you because of the way these buildings were built. In my opinion, I actually think you're gonna see companies creating environments and culture that employees want to go to. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that if you just punch a clock at an office and you hate your life and you don't wanna be there and you add no value going into the office, those work environments will go away. But I think you'll be very surprised to see people enjoying coming back to work and interacting in communities and workplaces that are built with the employees in mind. I think you'll see a lot of shifts into how spaces and places are built to incorporate holistic living and design, but I think it's actually gonna be a larger return to work than most people would expect. Let me know if you think people are going back to the office. I'd love to know in the comments. Number nine is government involvement in housing. Now you are going to see a lot of headlines and a lot of posturing by politicians talking about how they're going to fix the housing market. They're likely going to try to incentivize builders to build more rental stock because the rental market's out of control. Meanwhile, a lot of the people in rentals wanna buy houses, but they can't because of the interest rate, but now the stock's been taken offline. And when they do get to a place where they can buy a house, there's no houses to buy. So I think the government's really gonna keep it in their crosshairs of trying to incentivize more building and growth, what that means for densities in cities, them passing bylaws, allowing people to put ADUs and more density on single family lots, you know, how are they gonna handle NIMBYism and the way that they've done zoning approvals in the past. I genuinely think they realize that supply is the major issue that we are facing. I'm very bullish on the fact that you're gonna see them make building their focus in 2024.
And number 10 is I think you're going to see an unlock of new investment opportunities. You're going to see continued interest in industrial growth, especially in Southwestern Ontario with the announcement of the Volkswagen plant, Amazon, tons of companies are coming down the 401 highway looking for long-term stabilization, great cost of living in our territories for these companies. So I think that is going to continue. I think you're also gonna see a massive need for multifamily real estate. And I think you're also gonna see people looking for needs-based retail. So you gotta think about cities holistically, right? People need a place to work, to live, and to play. And I think you're gonna see master plan communities that incorporate these facets be great investment opportunities for people that understand more than just running a cap rate or just a return on investment. We've seen and been, been involved in some great files with some local builders that have built plazas that incorporate local businesses. Shout out to the Singing Chef and the Orange Rock Development Project at Five Corners. We were so excited to do that project because it was somebody that was local, cares about the community, and has completely changed the landscape of that corner. If you're in the development space, Finding up and coming secondary and tertiary markets is going to be a way that a lot of them find success over the next couple decades. We have lots of land that we are listing that is for future development purposes. And if you're interested in any of my 10 predictions for 2024, just send me an email. We'd love to send them to you. And if you're looking in our market, by all means, be happy to connect with you and give you some more detailed thoughts on where I think you can apply some of these. But these are my predictions. I think that 2023 was one of the roughest years people have seen in real estate, but you'd be surprised at how many sales still happen. I think we live in one of the best countries on the world, despite all our challenges. Yes, we have issues like every other country, but we have clean water, we have rule of law, and we have food, and we are a safe, country compared to a lot of places in the world. I think a lot of people still want to be here. So I'm very bullish on Canada in 2024. Let me know what your thoughts are on the marketplace. Thanks again for joining us. If you're new to the channel, I'm Justin. My wife and I, Shannon, own Prime Real Estate and we have a Navy SEAL team of operators here. This is where the information is coming from. Our goal is to be the most trusted name in real estate. So hopefully you got some value from this video and I'll see you on the next one.